Hi, Tara. Thank you so much for coming on to my podcast. Um, for those of you who don't know, my name is Abby Kim, and I'm the founder of Athleta X. I run a podcast channel that um, interviews competitive female athletes like yourself to inspire and motivate young girls around the world. So if you can briefly introduce your name, um, what sport you play, what college you currently attend, and what year you're in, that would be awesome. Hi, my name is Deeksha Tara I am a first year at Bryn Mawr College. I play field hockey, and I think that was, yeah. No, that's awesome. Okay, so I know we met at East Bay playing field hockey. Um, my first question would be, how did you get into the sport? Because I remember when I got, when I started playing at East Bay, you were like, everyone looked up to you. And so <laughs> how, did, how did you start playing field hockey? Um, I originally started when I was eight. Uh, my dad was playing in a scrimmage with Coach Elzith, um and um, like our club team's coach, and um, she was saying that there's a summer camp that she had going on, and my dad was like, you should join it, because I was interested in him playing in a scrimmage, so I joined the summer camp, and uh, at the end of it, after like the four days it was, I think, um, I got most improved player and that like boosted my confidence. So I was really excited about the sport after that. And I just really wanted to get better. That's awesome. Would you say your primary like support person was your dad throughout your field hockey journey? For sure. For sure. I um, am grateful and appreciative of all my coaches, but my dad has put in so much time. That's why I will most definitely 100% say he's the best coach I've ever had. I still have, and I still ask him for tips all the time. He's wonderful. <laughs> does, does your dad still teach field hockey? Does he actively like participate in it, like help coach? Um, well, they he still has like the little scrimmages um, every Friday um, with the adult league that like people end up bringing their kids to still so he still coaches in a sense that like he like gives feedback and advice but uh, not in the same way that he used to when I was playing yeah I know I remember he was my coach I remember yeah he was, oh, yeah. <laughs> he was an amazing coach though I learned like I learned everything all my basics through him so that's that's incredible and like you too you also coached me too <laughs> Did I really? I don't think that's true. Yes, you did. You co- you coach you coach me um, tomahawks. You coach hits. Coach me um, all, all the big ones. Yeah, but yeah, the basics are important. The, the basics are important. Um, my next question would be: do, I know you. Didn't, I don't think you had a high school team. Did you have a high school team when you went into high school for field hockey? No, I did not have a high school team. I tried to maybe start a club, but then the pandemic happened my sophomore year. Yeah, so, so that really did not work out. <laughs> how, like, how would you say you, like, maintained, like, fitness? Because there's so many other girls, because, like, everyone's, almost everyone that was playing field hockey that we knew kind of had um, a high school, high school team. And so how did you maintain fitness? And, like, how, how did you go about that? Um, I definitely say fitness was probably like my biggest struggle I think it's something that my coaches um would say a lot and it was something that I feel like was commented in an indirect way about my weight actually or like coaches would say like you need to work on your fitness and it'd be like code for you need to get faster you're too heavy right now um and I think me personally that affected like what I was eating what I was doing um but 
like because of my dad like I definitely got faster because we did sprint and sprints and like track workouts every Wednesday and like we would um go for like low heart rate runs to like help um help my lung capacity so that I could like play full games or like full 60 minute games and like um that type of thing and figuring out how to like stay fit in a way that wasn't like detrimental to my health if that makes sense um yeah because it's something that that I've definitely like struggled with for sure um but found a way to like still stay fit or like it's it's easy when it's easier when you have someone to do it with and my dad was always doing those workouts with me he was doing the sprints with me he was always like it was wonderful like I think it's so much easier to stay fit when you have a partner that's like in it with you yeah no that's that sounds really tough but at the same time it's like amazing because you can say like hey I went through this and I like I made it because like it sounds so real to me because I when I when we played together and when even in NorCal I I didn't think I didn't I thought you were like really like you could stay in the full game and not like have us up which is crazy to think about like that like I didn't realize that you um you practiced that and that kind of drip like you were driven by that which is which is crazy to say because I didn't even like I was like oh yeah Tar can stay in the whole game kind of kind <laughs> of like mentality it's crazy um do you think that like mentally that obviously yeah it, it evidently like mentally kind of um wore you down in a sense so how how did you like how did you combat that like how did you um like what besides you know you said your biggest support person was your dad like was there other methods that you used to like combat that kind of negative energy in a way um I don't know for sure I think like I talked to my dad about that type of thing um I think there's still pressure to do the same like my coaches at Bryn Mawr have subtly said the same thing I think it is easy to let it get to you um but uh I don't know I think it's I don't know. I'm sorry I'm trying to think of like the best way to word it uh, I feel like you just have to take what other people are saying and turn it into something better figure out how to like use what they're saying but the positive of it like if it was to lose weight or something like that, if that's what a coach was trying to tell me or to get faster, like if that was what the code was to just be faster than like what I did, like especially this past winter break, like whenever I'd go to the gym and do cardio, it was like I was doing hard sprints on an incline so that I was getting faster and like just eating healthier. I think in high school, I did not eat very healthy either, or like even in middle school, actually, I'd say, like I just did not eat a lot of vegetables, and I feel like at my house too, like I feel like they just weren't vegetables at home. But like, I don't know, in college, it's like easier now because like there's always like salad bars and stuff, but like recognizing what I need for my body, like I, like you still need carbs, you still need to have energy and stuff, but like, I don't know, I think, there's nothing in specific I can really say um, has, like, really helped me, like, not let it get to me. Because sometimes it still does get to me. And sometimes, like, I do find myself just eating a salad and not enough carbs because I'm like, oh, like, I feel really bloated today. And I think it's, like, words are really powerful. It does hurt when people say it multiple times. And it's like every coach I've had has said something like, you need to work on your fitness. And it's like, I think it's rough. But you can't really let what other people are saying change your whole dynamic 
unless like in a in an unhealthy way like you can change things but yeah it's just like you have to recognize what's good for you and what your body thrives on what you need no and that completely makes sense and it's amazing how you took that into like because i some like i i i know like especially in our club fitness Mm -hmm. is huge i think you know what i'm talking about in that sense too where it's like if 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 we did one wrong move we would get commented hey you need to work on strength you need to work on lifting kind of Mm -hmm. like those kind of snarky comments in a way and of course they like get to you so it's crazy to think that you take that and you kind of feel it in like a more positive um way to feel you and you get motivated by that which is so which is like which is really hard to do like mentally it's Mm -hmm. tough um but it's crazy how you're able to stay motivated and maintain that but now that I'm thinking about it, did that, like, you had that going on in high school, so you knew fitness was huge, and on top of that, mm-hmm. you also didn't have a club, even though you tried to start one, which is, it's so daunting to start, like, any sports <laughs> club, especially, like, a, it, like, especially field hockey, because we're in the, we're not in the East Coast, where it's, like, a dominated, mm-hmm. dominated sport, and so, do you also feel like you had the pressure of not having a high school and seeing that your peers had a high school, did that, did that, like, did you feel kind of, like, behind in a sense, like, practicing by yourself and then seeing your peers, like, playing games, like, did you ever, was that, like, ever, like, a mental block? Um, I'll say, um, I definitely did want to be a part of a high school team, and at a point, I was like, what if I just transferred just for my senior year, but there are also a lot of, like, club players that have said, like, high school is a joke or high school field hockey is a joke too or it's like it's easy it's like not the same as like club but I've also had coaches tell or I had a coach tell me that uh, I don't have enough experience playing 12 v 12 just because I don't have a high school team which I think is not true at all like I play yeah I play in like other competitive senses um like I think like I get to play in the adult league that we have, um, like our local like mm-hmm. adult league with all of like these guys with so much experience and stuff, and they have so much yeah like they're older but they have like all this experience and knowledge to give me, and I get like feedback and advice all the time. I'm working on my my small game, my individual game, and like the big like twelve v twelve, which is the only thing or sorry eleven v eleven. I don't know why I just said twelve. <laughs> um, the big eleven v eleven is like the only difference is that like that size and 11 v 11s are still made up of 2v1s we play we, like we play drills where we're doing little games and there are still times where like i do get that experience when we're at like um like the regional practices like for futures and stuff like we have chances to play 12 yeah. v 12 or I'm saying it. <laughs> we have chances to play like full 11 v 11 scrimmages um and I don't really think I lost that. I think being in college now, like, I see that there's a lot more, like, we talk more about plays and, like, the bigger picture of things, but that wasn't something that I really lacked because I think you can gain that from practicing small games or, like, other, or, like, it was supplemented yeah. by the small games, like, watching USA field hockey play, like, the national, like, the international games and, like, recognizing what works and things like that or like you can still you can still yeah you can still do that that's that honestly that's like incredibly motivating because for me i'm in the same boat that you probably Mm -hmm. were like my my high school doesn't have a team and when i go to club or when i practice 
everyone just came out like fresh out of season they just came out of games and so like it's definitely harder for me to see that in a sense because you feel I like for, personally for me I feel so behind because I feel like oh my gosh like they just came out of like season they were conditioning constantly with people they had a plan like kind of like they had a more structure they had more structure than what I think I did um so it's like really crazy to hear a different perspective because you also didn't have a high school team and how you dealt with it and how you like how you looked at it kind of just mm -hmm. brings my perspective into light a little bit more and it makes me feel better yeah. about not having a high school team if anything um which makes me feel so much better um yeah I play lacrosse right now to like try to maintain fitness did you play any other sports to like help with fitness too and like just carry over some different um dynamics over to field hockey um I my freshman year my dad put me in crossfit training but it was like I just did weights and stuff at like yeah uh like the local volleyball gym that had weights and like I had a personal trainer and stuff that was like a really weird thing that happened I actually forgot about that but like now that you bring it up my dad was like you should have another thing that you're doing as well. Um, I had that a little bit for my freshman year. Sophomore year, I wasn't really doing anything because it was the pandemic year. Um, yeah. Junior year, um, actually, second half of my junior year, I quote unquote joined our football team, but didn't actually. I like did weights with them. So I was at lift, like I went to the practices and stuff. Um, it was, like for the spring season it was really just lifting and I was doing that with those guys and I think that was like what was helping I used to do track as well and like cross country to like yeah work on speed and stuff that was one of the things as well but I didn't really play another sport I think there were just other things that I did to help supplement or like get better at field hockey like doing weight training and like working on sprints or like running and doing that type of thing yeah that's you bring up football which is crazy that's a labor intensive sport i think to a certain extent more labor intensive than field hockey and it's that you you trained with them like were you the only girl there yeah i think there was it was definitely awkward um but i think when i proved myself for some of like the way it's like squat like because as a field hockey player you're always low like we have strong thighs um and when I proved that I was pretty strong like there was some respect like I feel like it was gradual but I feel like I gained some of the guys respect and it was like me also proving a point that I'm like I'm here and I'm doing something too or like I might not be doing the same thing as you guys but it was like on the same like level in a sense yeah it makes sense and mm -hmm. yeah. that must have been so good that like that's so good for your <laughs> self-esteem honestly so like yeah for sure um another question that i'm i'm like gauging is in terms of club season right you stayed on fitness which is crazy so you're ready for basically any sport you joined mm -hmm. lifting you did running you did sprints you did you did everything basically and so you probably felt physically ready um when club season came around because when club season i know club season is like completely different in the sense where like the coaching structure is different than high school so everyone's kind of new to it um would you say that when you joined club 
um, was, did you see any, like, do you think or did you see any prejudice between players that came from high school teams and players that didn't come from high school teams? Um, well, with East Bay, that was never an issue, obviously, because no one had high school or, yeah, because it was the East Bay, the East Bay doesn't have high school, but when we were in South Bay clubs, um, I think you could recognize who had just learned from high school and who has been playing or who has been playing club, um, because you can see the passion in, like, the way people play, um, and I wouldn't say there was, like, prejudice. I think there were some coaches that were prejudiced sometimes, or there was prejudice sometimes, but usually I feel like it wasn't. I think my skills, like, the skills that I've worked on independently, like, made up for, like, the fact that I didn't have a high school team, and, like, that was, I think, that's one of my biggest, um, uh, I'm sorry, um, that was one of my biggest strengths, uh, or, like, my greatest strengths or that's what made me stand out the most and like gave me my playing times like that like to prove that I had like I think working day in and day out like I'm still I'm if anything like there I am working just as hard as people who are playing high school and my skills are like my results show it or like my shots like the in like drills I'm proving myself every practice um, and I think that's what coaches like to see more than like your like your actual background of like oh like where have you been playing what coaches have you had they want to see like can you perform are you really like the practice I put in shows that I can perform. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the main like confidence like for me at least it's like I have I feel like you have I have the skill but then it's like confidence to um, execute in that sense when, when mm-hmm. it does come to club and you probably are familiar with it you probably did you practice every day to like stay on top of it or nearly every day for field hockey I'd say so especially during the pandemic um I was practicing it was like almost every day it like was always at my, like, I have so many memories of, like, me and my dad just driving around to whatever field's open and, like, putting things in the chat and, like, a group chat being like, hey, we're practicing at this time. Anyone's welcome to join. And... I remember those texts. I, I, yeah. It's, like, it would yeah. be crazy because you guys would spend so much time in, like, putting – and it was, like, really nice of you guys to put together a group, too, for other kids. Um, yeah. Which was crazy because it was pandemic during that time and you were practicing nonstop, I remember, because I would get those texts every single week. yeah and it was it was fun though it, it was it was yeah fun. definitely i would say you, we learned we all learned a lot and on top of that was fitness did you ever feel like during that time like i feel like a high school dynamic is very different because you're with people that are like you're playing with people every day and they're your friends and you have games so you're kind of like anticipating something like that but when you're practicing without a high school team and when you're by yourself practicing did you have moments where you were like oh my gosh like this is like too much field hockey by myself and like I just need a break like were there ever those types of moments throughout like your personal experience um I think there were times that I would get burned out and I'd be like oh like I don't like I 
Because sometimes we'd have to drive around from like and check like four different fields fields to see what was open. Um, and sometimes I'd be in the car being like, I really hope none of the fields are open, so we just go home and I can just sleep. Like there were days like that. I definitely say so. Um, but I think when I'm on the field, when it's a good day and it's like I'm working on something and I'm working on a certain hit or like a certain uh, like drill or like dribble and like I'm trying to figure out how to get it right um it's it's like tiring but it's fun or like when you when I get it and it's like okay like I've got this like let me just do it again like let me yeah it's rewarding that's the word for sure um I think yeah it's definitely easy to get tired a little bit but it's um I think being alone as well allows me to choose what I want to work on um and like that's another like aspect that I feel like high school players don't really get to do because it's just their practice and it's like whatever the coach tells you to do and it's like I just have to follow whatever like the practice is and it's like I kind of get to set my own schedule when I'm doing it on my own or even like with my dad like we will talk in the car and be like okay what are we going to work on today or what do we want to do or like that's that's honestly so amazing because like there's days where I feel incredibly burnt out like I feel like I'm just doing the same thing over and over again and yeah. so like it like the way you took the pro in it and honestly that's in a sense mental toughness too to push through would you say like there was were there were certain methods or things that like motivated you to keep going like did you have a goal in mind um while practicing that kept you like from kind of being lazy in a sense um, I'd say the goal was always to play D1, um, and even though that's not what happened, I'm so grateful for where I am today, um, but that was always the goal, that was always what I was striving for, like, uh, the camps that we would go to at, like, Berkeley and Stanford over the summer, like, the overnight camps, like, those were pretty intense, and I enjoyed those, and I think, um, like, working hard, like, I I enjoyed, I do enjoy being on the field. Um, there were some days when I, like I said, like I didn't want to be there, but it was like, I, when I was playing, I usually enjoy being there and like being in the moment. And that is not something I really needed drive for. It was more like when I'm on the field, like I'm having fun, like this is a good time when I'm working on something like that. And like, if, D1 is going to be as intense as like the overnight camps and how those are like it was just like I'm going to be having fun and for me to be able to have this opportunity or be able to have fun and like be playing in college playing a collegiate sport and like being able to play field hockey because that's what like keeps my balance from academics and stuff to have that opportunity I need to be working hard now and proving that this is what I want to be doing in college as well. So that was that's like your main goal and sometimes like I, I'm current like on the top of of like college and like figuring out um, where you want to go and stuff. You definitely understood that you wanted to play collegiately, um, mm-hmm. D1 being the goal, but in general, collegiate field hockey being the overall like theme, um, kind of momentum. In terms of college, as I said before, shifting gears a little to recruiting process. Mm-hmm. I have a couple questions because I'm currently in the recruiting process. And yeah. it's, it's scary, it's stressful, it's 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 kind of awful in the sense where, like, you have no idea 
what's going on half like 50 mm -hmm. more than 50 percent of the time so we mentioned you mentioned that you already knew collegiate field hockey was something you wanted to do when did you begin like your recruiting process like when did you actively start like um re either reaching out to colleges or even like putting up film um actually don't quite remember i think maybe eighth grade it was fairly early because that's when like coaches would tell you to do things like that or like to email um colleges and stuff it might have been ninth grade actually i like i know i was at like college camps earlier um especially the local ones because those were easy to go to and it was like just the summer camp so it was fun as well um i think it was like around ninth grade um, but I think I was pretty confused during the recruitment process, too. Um, I definitely think there's so many, like, mixed, like, there's so much mixed advice about it that it's like, yeah. oh, I need to send all my emails out now. And, no. yeah, I think that was actually, for me, not help. Well, everything worked out, but I think it was not helpful for me to go to a D1 school because the first year that I got to nationals, it was like email every D1 coach there is and I played like really bad at nationals I guess I was really stressed out and like I think the pressure was just too much I really thought it was going to go well and it just did not go my way at all like I was not playing like myself at all but it was unfortunate because every D1 coach I like emailed had just taken me off their list I way and it was like this was too early for me or with like I was not I shouldn't have done that or I shouldn't have emailed everyone um so i think the recruitment process was pretty rough for me um but i was lucky enough to have coach victor my current coach right now reach out because he um because he as a coach um likes to see progress and he saw he's like seen multiple of my games and stuff and he's he was the one who actually reached out first um i believe um before like I hadn't reached out at all so he like recognized my progress and I think that's what coaches really want to see so even if you do mess up it's not the end of the world but you have to recognize when you feel confident enough that like this tournament is going to be your game like I think nationals was a brand new environment I didn't know what it was going to be like I didn't know what I was getting into um and like the competition obviously really high like these people everyone was every every girl there was selected for a reason like I think it's the recruitment process is annoying because there's so Much like pressure, yeah. yeah and it's just like difficult to really know who where you want to go as well or like it's kind yeah. of stressful to know where you like where do I want to be do I want to be close to home do I want to be far like if I'm going to be close to home like what is close to home that means you're flying all the time as like a d1 field hockey school honestly now that you mentioned mentioned like even like during the recruiting process like emailing coaches that is my biggest fear like i think i just went to like winter escape or local turn like a tournament right mm -hmm. I, I overheard like so many girls saying like hey did you email did you make sure to email like your film out to the coaches did you make sure like you emailed them and said i'm gonna be here i'm gonna play on this field and so like just hearing that stressed me out because like for me personally i knew i like i kind of know that like if i i know at one point i'm gonna have to email out 
but like Mm -hmm. knowing that I have to email out saying like hey watch me and I have no control kind of over how the game's gonna go if I'm gonna be on my right day if if I woke up on the right side of the bed that day it's so it's really daunting to me so for me personally that's like that was like a mental block um and I think that's normal did would you say like you had like ways to like prepare yourself for like um help yourself through that through those times where you were going through like emailing coaches like to watch you play even if it didn't go as planned um i think that was something i've always struggled with because i think i'm an i'm a pretty inconsistent player um and sometimes like sometimes i'll have really good games sometimes i'll have really bad ones um and i think putting that in my phone like not necessarily like the really bad mess ups, but like putting in like I think like I have a decent amount of clips where I do lose the ball, but I get it back or like recognizing that it's okay to like lose it or like make a mistake, but like showing that you can make up for it is also something that like like moving on and like getting ready for the next play. That's what coaches want to see. That's what you want to be like you don't want to be like dwelling yeah on like your errors or your mistakes like like you were just like oh like that's not the mindset you want to have you want to be able to like look forward and I think that like forward mindset is definitely what helped me the most that's really tough honestly like you mess up and then you realize like oh my gosh I have like I have this college coach watching me I have this person Mm -hmm. watching me all the pressure and all the stress is so surreal in a way and so definitely looking forward, even at, like, you, I know it sounds like easy, like from what you're saying, like, oh, would you just like look forward and like try to overlook your mistakes? It comes with practice, it sounds like too. For sure, uh, yeah. And so I think that's the biggest thing. And on the topic of like difficulties and stuff, was there any time in like your field hockey recruiting process or like in high school particularly where, you know, you had it, the hard, the, like you had a hard, like, the hardest basically like both mentally and possibly physically in terms of it could be like injury it can it can be like mental health um mental health breaks anything like that uh i'm sorry could you ask the question again i was slightly no no you're totally fine like was there any time in high school where you basically like had um on the topic of like you know difficulties in recruiting especially because high school is like such you know, like, such an important time to get recruited. Was there any time where you had, like, either mental health um, blocks and difficulties or even, like, physical injuries that kind of slowed down your process and made you kind of reevaluate anything in the sense? Um, well, okay, so I think sophomore year is the most important year for recruiting, and that was 2020, the pandemic year, and so, like, it was... I think it was the most stressful for me because, or well, I guess the end of my freshman year was when um, the pandemic started. Yeah. And um, that was really stressful because my sophomore year, it was like every school was online and like everyone on the East Coast because they're not from California, the bluest state. I love California, but it was like the restrictions were not lifted at all. And it was like, I, I think it was scary because other girls were still getting recruited and coaches were still watching and it was like I'm still playing I'm still practicing I just can't get out there um and I think that was really difficult to like um 
that was like really difficult in my recruiting process to like be seen um, when I didn't have the opportunity to really be a part of a team that was practicing all the time or like going to tournaments and like tournaments that were still happening um, and like I'd guest play and I think that was something that helped but like you really don't get to choose what team you guest play for and like I remember um, I got put on a team during the pandemic year where most of them were like a couple of years younger than me actually and um, fairly newer um, so it was so I was like kind of like the leader of the team and I was trying to like get everyone involved and it was just rough because it still was supposed to be like a game a tournament where I was supposed to showcase my own skills but yeah. I can't do that when I don't have players who are also supporting me where where I I'm supporting them yeah yeah that's rough because like I always like I know I me including like I've always seen you and so many people have seen you as like leader like leader position mm -hmm. in field hockey and it must have been hard like from your perspective too because you want to showcase your skill but at the same time you also need to like help everyone out in the team and make sure yeah. everyone else is supported and everyone else is doing and so ha carrying that burden must have been both physically tiring and mentally exhausting did you ever like find ways throughout that time to like like divide your attention evenly or even just like preserve some of that energy for a game i think i think the biggest thing was like just how much i'd have to do during a game or like not getting subbed and things like that and if anything i think that was fun that i got to be able to do that or that i got to stay in because it gave me like more time like longer opportunities to like have a play that's really nice or like prove myself or like going back to like the forward mindset like proving myself in like games and stuff in like earlier games and like scrimmages with that with the coach and proving that some like i can mess up but i still am pretty con or like i'm consistent enough that i should be playing the entire game um i think like yes it can be kind of stressful but it's like the good type of stressful like it's like I'm sore because I had to play the whole game. Like, it's the good type of complaining. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's that's a whole other commitment, too, to say that you're sore <laughs> and <laughs> you got to play the whole game. But honestly, you enjoy the sport so thoroughly, too. And mm -hmm. that makes sense. Um, was there any time in high school or even in college right now where you got injured and that was kind of like a setback? Yeah, um, so my senior year, I tore my ACL in meniscus, um, and that um, I was, before committing to Bryn Mawr, I was still considering, like, should I be a walk-on? Like, is that something that I'd want to do? I, like, had yeah. a couple walk-on offers that I was, like, okay with. Like, do I want to do that? Is that something that I'm yeah. happy with, or should I just, like... Like, will I be able to get back up or like, is this, um, or like, before I got injured, my, um, I was leaning more towards, I'd like to play D1 still and I'd like to be a walk-on. But once I got injured, it was more like, I won't have a support system to get better. I wouldn't be a part of the team. I wouldn't have that walk-on offer. It's more like I'd have to rebuild. Um, and that was when... Um, I feel like Bryn Mawr was super important because I talked to Coach Victor about it and he was like, well, you have a support system here and it'll be great. And like, as long as you're interested in playing, like, 
we still want you. We have an athletic trainer. People get injured all the time. Like, I think it was definitely scary, uh, but it also gave me time to recognize that field hockey is also not my entire world. Um, And I think injuries are like blessings in disguise. Like, they give you a break. That was probably where I was about tired of, like, the whole college recruitment process and everything because that, like, most, like, non-athletes are applying for college like their senior year like you're preparing academically and stuff but it felt like it feels like as a student athlete or trying to play in college you're like preparing or like you're doing you're sending out emails like college apps or like our version of college apps like from like ninth grade like it's like all of high school it's like for three or four years yeah no it's it's exhausting in that for sure and like also to understand that you got injured before committing to Bryn Mawr too, mm-hmm. that is really hard, both mentally and of course physically. Do you say you definitely got discouraged by that? And if you did, did you have a support team to help you? Like, were there people from clubs reaching out? Or like, were there people like friends from clubs reaching out and checking up on you? Were like, hey, how are you doing? Um, is everything is everything okay? Like, are you fine mentally? Like, was there? Um, a support system you could lean on that really encouraged you both mentally and physically? Yeah, um, I definitely say I have so many teammates that I'm grateful for um, that were always checking in on me, or like, especially when it happened, like, the people, or the, I was actually, well, I was with Chinmay actually when it happened, or like, his family took me to a tournament, and I think it was one of the only tournaments my dad was, has met. My dad's at like every one of my tournaments, yeah, and it was like crazy because that was like the one tournament, maybe the second tournament my dad wasn't at, and that was what happened. Um, And like for them to take me back, and like uh, Jaya's dad was there and everything too, and he like literally threw me over his shoulder to get me off the field to like help me. Uh, Like when I got injured itself, there were people around me that like were trying to make sure I was okay figuring out what the next steps were uh people were like I know a doctor like that as at John Mira who can like take an x-ray right now or tomorrow morning and it was like there was that and then on top of that like it's obviously not something I'm gonna advertise and be like hey like I'm injured or like tell people that but it was I don't exactly remember how it got around sometimes it did or it somehow it did but it's like when people did hear about it, people would be, people would be like, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. Oh my gosh, are you okay? I just heard. Or like, I think I still did a pretty good job of keeping keeping it a secret because when I, I did know. come, yeah, I, I, I don't actually remember. I think I went to a high school game at Willow Glen and then that was when I told some people and then people were checking on me and I definitely talked to other people who were injured I think since an ACL injury is so common um it's like there are other people who get it um and there's like that support as well um yeah I think I definitely did have a lot of support or I have a lot of teammates and like friends and family that like really wanted to know I was okay and were always checking in on me and I'm very grateful for that but I know that's not a situation that everyone necessarily has but that's I know I remember actually when I found out and so I I, like the 
I know you even said during that time that was like before you in like before and when you got injured, you were still had your eye on collegiate field hockey and you were kind of like mm-hmm. you were in a you had momentum and so do you think when you got injured it definitely slowed you down both physically, of course, and mentally and were there times where you're like I'm kind of done, like I'm done with hockey? Like did you ever face those moments or were you dedicated throughout the whole process and were you yeah. like keep yourself motivated, like, hey, I can still do this, but. Um, there is a part of me that still hasn't proven the point that I want to prove yet. Um, and I think that was what, that's what's still driving me. That was what drove me the most um, during recovery. Um, and I think the biggest thing when I was talking about nationals earlier, because I've only been to nationals once and it was that one time and I messed up bad and messing up that opportunity was, is like something that I needed to do. So, it, but it, it's a regret, but it was something that needed to happen. If I had to do it again, it probably would have happened the same way. Like I need another opportunity to prove myself and prove that like it wasn't all just for nothing or like it wasn't all just to get injured or like just to play badly that like in the most important tournament um I think it was annoying that I got injured but I was never like I'm done with field hockey it was more like okay like I need to be driven enough to get back from this otherwise like why, why are we spending the money on the surgery? I don't necessarily need it. Like you can live without an ACL. You just can't play without an ACL. So it was like everything, like I needed to have the drive to be able to recover. And I think, I don't think I lost it. I think I took a break from field hockey and that helped me rediscover my love for the sport because once I did get to play again, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so liberating again. And yeah, that's to, for me, that's really amazing to hear because there's so many athletes and especially that we know, I know personally that have gotten injured and that seen injury as like, oh my gosh, this is the end of my career. I can't recover from this, especially during a time when they're not recruited at the same, like at that time too. They're like, no one's going to look mm-hmm. at me that kind of negativity and from what I heard what I hear what I hear from you it's crazy you were able to like basically turn it into like drive like hey I have I still have a point to prove I still want to right my wrongs and I still want to show everyone that I can kick butt which is honestly the best mentality um and I would you say like it was always that mentality from like the get-go like when you got injured was it always like hey I still have a point to prove kind of or was it more gradual like okay this is where I am I still feel iffy, or was it always like head on from the beginning? Um, I think it had to be head on just because I had to give Coach Victor um, a reply on whether I'm committing to Bryn Mawr or not. So it was more like if I'm going to Bryn Mawr, like this is where I'm going to be, and field hockey is what I need to, or I need to be playing a collegiate sport to be able to balance my academics and. Bryn Mawr is what that's going to be for me and I think it was like immediate it was like if I'm going to Bryn Mawr I'm not gonna just go to Bryn Mawr I have to be playing field hockey there is what it was uh, not that I wouldn't be happy at Bryn Mawr not playing field hockey but I think not playing field hockey in general is just 
devastating to you. Something I couldn't, yeah, it's something that, like, I can't imagine my life without, yeah. And I think, it's first of all, it's incredible commitment to, like, have that mentality and stick with it. And the second thing that it's, like, almost, like, really amazing is that you knew what you wanted to. A lot of people don't, like, I, like, a lot of people and even myself, like, are so iffy. Like, do I want to play collegiately? Do I want to do this? And so to get injured and not just have, like, a minor injury or, like, a sprained ankle, you had your ACL and meniscus torn and still mm-hmm. come back and say, hey, I'm still in it is, is, is really, it's really hard to do that. And so you have a great support system. You had such a positive mindset. Like, hey, I'm not, I'm like here for business. I, I want to do the sport. It's, it's really crazy. And you said you were very vocal with your like um, conversations with your head coach, Victor, about like, this is where I'm at right now. And that you had to make the choice to like come clean and say, hey, this is my current situation, but I really want to play mm-hmm. the sport. It's such a hard decision. I feel like that you had to make at the same time. And now that you're at Bryn Mawr, how would you say both call it collegiate life is and call and like field hockey? How is it? How is it at Bryn Mawr playing field hockey? Like, what's your team like? Um, do you guys say that you bonds a lot and that they're your new support system to like to this date? Um, and how do you juggle both academics and school or academics and sports? That's crazy. It's you're on a collegiate field like now. It's it's really difficult. Yeah, I think uh, being a D3 athlete makes it so that I don't hate my sport because it's so intense and it's taking too much time away from academics. Um, I think that's like the best part about D3 and the best part about Bryn Mawr is like, I've never been a part of a team culture that's so like, that's so positive. Like every, every single person on the team, there's like, there's 29 of us on the team and I have a specific connection with every single person and there's like and I think it's pretty crazy that like we all love each other so much and we're not like I think every team I've been on there's been like cliques or like there have been like obvious like enemies kind of or like frenemies or like there have been obvious like issues and tension and I think the only tension we ever had is like a couple practices. Like we had a couple practices where it was like a swing through, hit a girl, and then it was like, oh, like everyone's just like, oh my gosh. But it's like we play intense and we get over it by the next practice. And it's like we like love each other so much that we care and we care so yeah. much about like the competition of this that it's like our team culture is like so it's like unmatched. I'm so grateful I go to Brynmont because I don't, I've seen other college like um, team cultures and it's like not the same. I, I think Brynmont is like wonderful. That's amazing. It fits you. You found like it's so hard, mm-hmm. especially like a school that's like both academic and really good at field hockey. It's hard to find like, mm-hmm. the team support that you need. And from what it hears, like you guys bond really well. You love it there, which is amazing and awesome. Would you say that, like, mental health is, like, a topic that you guys, like, that is openly talked about within, like, the Bryn Mawr Collegiate, like, community? And, like, um, do you think it's talked about enough even? Uh, what do you think about that? I think it's talked about um, a decent amount. We have we have team meetings. Um, right now we actually don't have a field because um, they're oh. building field hockey a brand new one, oh, uh, like, just so for exciting. field hockey. 
yeah, it's very, very exciting. I can't wait for it to just be on campus and like I next know. year or next season, I can just wake up in the morning and be like, I want to practice on the AstroTurf and oh my gosh, just practice there. Yeah, That's it's amazing. like it's like the new one. It's like really, it's so exciting. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Um, and we. Oh my gosh. What was I talking about? I lost my train of thought. You're totally fine. Like mental health support system there. Right. Um, right now we have team meetings on Mondays, and we're talking more about like our mental. Um, like our mental game like what it is um and it's like like last monday we were talking about having an alter ego or something that yeah. like we can channel ourselves into um and we made bracelets um and i think it was really cute and really sweet because it was like team bonding um and we definitely talk a lot about mental health in the sense that we um actually don't know who it is because I've only seen her once, but she came to a practice. It was, I think her, I don't remember her name, but she's like kind of like a psychiatrist, psychologist, like therapist kind of thing. Yeah. And like, we had a practice that was like just dedicated to that and like refocusing ourselves. Um, and we have people that we can talk to. We can talk to our athletic director about like situations or like when something, then yeah. something's like off about practice or things are way too like intense for are like overly intense in a sense that it's like people are not having or like like overly intense in the sense yeah. that people are like stressed out or it should like it should be intense but not yeah. it should be like a positive yeah i think we have and stuff no i totally get that yeah and that totally makes sense um i know you're really tight for time but I have a couple more, like, shifting gears to a lighter, a little bit lighter and more, like, fun questions. Um, okay. Do you have a pregame routine? Like, how do you get in the mindset for a game? And, like, do you ha are you superstitious? Like, do you have something that, like, hey, I'm, I'm going to play a game right now kind of, like, routine? I am, unfortunately, incredibly superstitious. Um, I... <laughs> I have actually this like little wooden block in or like it's like a little piece of wood in my backpack that I have in case anyone says anything superstitious and I need to knock on wood. It's terrible that I am and it's like um like pregame things I um it used to be I'd eat a really big breakfast and like that was what like it fueled me I guess um I think it's funny because a lot of people feel like pretty or have feel pretty nauseous before a game and it's like the opposite like I need to eat as much as I can for me yeah um that was like something I used to do and then after that there was a point where before every tournament like in high school like my dad would make these beetroot smoothies that were god awful but they're supposed to help your lung capacity so I drink it and that's yeah, um, and that was something that happened. Um, I also have this one song that I always listen to. It's like it's a silly song too. It's yeah, it's "Faith" by um, Ariana Grande and Stevie Wonder um, from. That was your hype song. That was from what movie? Yeah, from Sing. Yeah, that was my hype song. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's like I'd listen to songs, other songs before it, but then like 
that last song always had to be safe and uh, I'd do my hair to that music too and it'd take the exact amount of time um, <laughs> the two buns like that was that was Tara like two buns. two buns and yeah and they meant different things actually the way my hair was um, I think most of the time it was two buns and then after nationals I believe it was no after I can't remember, but there was a shift at some point. I think it was in the middle of my junior year or something. Um, I started going back to one bun, and that was me being a more... Um, it, to put it, like, pretty blunt, like, it was me saying, like, when it was in one bun, it meant I was going to use more individual skills, I was going to dribble more, um, and then two buns meant I was going to be like a playmaker and I'm going to pass the ball, do aerials, follow up with the play, like that type of thing. There were two different players. Oh, that's and so, I, like, that's, no, that's awesome though. Like that, like I know yeah. hairstyles, I remember hairstyles, two buns with the neon, it was so cute. Um, yeah. It always made everyone like super happy too, because it's like, everyone had like just very serious kind of like slip backs i remember um but that's so like mm -hmm. kind of like alter ego in terms of hairstyle like helped you mentally prepare this like for sure two buntara means i'm gonna be a playmaker and then one buntara means i'm gonna it's myself kind of thing which is awesome to have yeah that like um that did like that definitely changed your mental too probably in some ways um last question here because I'm genuinely curious too and I know this is like a controversial take like this is like a hot take do you wear makeup before the games or do you like I know some people don't I know some people do do you wear makeups before big games or like does it make you feel like more confident in a way or like do you not wear makeup because it ruins it messes up with your routine and your superstitions and if you do what is your holy grail product that you swear by um, I actually in high school used to be such a hater of people who'd wear makeup to games and uh, like once I got here I got to well, I think I was just a hater in general in high school <laughs> like I'm gonna be honest and like now that I'm genuinely happy here I literally do not care what other people do and I think it's really cool that other people do like makeup before games and stuff but me personally i do not do that but it's like my hair is my makeup that's like my is it yeah that's my yeah is it still two buns or is it one bun now um it still depends um i think two buns is it depends on the situation it depends on where i'm playing as well um like one bun became a thing because that's what coaches notice because they want to see that you have those skills but when you're really playing in a game that's important you should be i should be like playmaker like two buns passing when you're with a team that does pass um but like during showcases is when i would do the one bun thing but yeah it was i think that was where my confidence was i think sometimes i'll show up to practices with makeup on because i had makeup on during the day but yeah I don't really go out of my way to wear makeup before have, games. Yeah. Do you wear, like, do you have, like, certain hair products that you use to, like, make sure everything stays in place and, like, a holy grail there? Or is it just, like, hair ties and that's it? 
this hair ties just as tight as they can be, just to make sure that they don't fall out. That's <laughs> There's so nothing cute. in specific. That's, that's really cute, though, but... Yeah, I also know that if I forgot, something, if I had something like that and I forgot it, I'd be, like, distressed. Like, I'd be, like, because I'm so superstitious, I'd be like, oh my gosh, like, I'm, like, I'm gonna play badly. Like, yeah, so I think it's good that I don't necessarily have too many steps to my routine, but, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Tara, for coming on today's podcast episode. And I thank hope you for having me. I, know, I hope you have an amazing rest of your day or night, shall I say? Um, and yeah, thank you so much for coming on, and I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you. You as well.